Another episode of Sideline Sports here with John and Jake. Uh, let's start off with the NFL draft, the winners and losers. And I heard something about Aaron Rodgers uh, a couple of days ago. John, what's going on with the NFL draft? Who do you think the winners and losers are? Look, if we're going to talk Aaron Rodgers, you have well, to ask. Is we this got guy? To, no, is this we got to start with NFL really draft. Start with guy? the NFL draft, John. Okay. All right. Start with the NFL draft. Start with the NFL draft, then we'll get to a little bit of uh, is Aaron Rodgers a Sith or uh-huh. I know I see where you're going with this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, draft. <laughs> yeah, we we're talking draft. There's, you know, I had a lot of a lot of teams in my mind were winners. Um, some te- people didn't think so. Some teams obviously were losers. Uh, who are you guys' top winners? Um, I guess the top three teams for you that you thought won the draft, sold the draft, and then kind of give me your losers of the draft, like bottom three that you really thought they just missed a mark. I guess, Jake, what do you think? Well, I got to start with an easy one. Chicago Bears are a huge winner to me. If you're asking me one of the best steals of the draft, I was, I mean, when I say shocked, I, I was blown away at the fact that they were able to steal, steal Justin Fields at that pick. And apparently the Vikings were looking to get him as well, but we all know how that ended, obviously. He went to the Bears. Bears got their new franchise quarterback, which I mean, good for them. He is – I think he was probably the best or pro- I would say the second best quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence, and it was close. He is a fantastic quarterback. And for me to have seen him fall like that, I, I was I-, I was shocked. I mean – I'm just glad, honestly, I'm glad he didn't fall to the Patriots because they already got Mac Jones. Tom Tom Brady is basically Mac Jones. They the way their play styles are so similar. Play styles, no, not talent. The way they play, the way they play, they're so similar. Belichick was ecstatic to get him, but if you go to giving him a talent, better I get what than you're Mac saying, Jones. like that system quarterback that right. can do what what is needed Pocket in the passer, system. Right. Passer, good arm, okay. yeah. all of the same. He'll do. He'll kind of do what's asked of of yeah. Emperor Palpatine. I don't. I, I don't mean to compare Tom Brady and Mac Jones. They're not yeah. at all in terms yeah. of talent, but in terms of the two players as they play, they're very similar. That's like comparing uh, Russell Wilson and any mobile quarterback. I could just say that because any mobile quarterback with a good arm, they're similar. Why? Because they have a similar play style. All the same. So that's that's what I'm getting at. So. That's one of the big winners, though, is Chicago Bears because they get their quarterback and then they get weapons for him. They get him protection. They did everything right, I felt like. They, they were – I was – and I know Jacob in, in our chat, in our network, he was like ecstatic. He, could, he couldn't have been happier. For, I'm happy for the guy. Happier. I really am happy for him. He, he suffers so much as a Bears fan in his mind, and we see it, you know, I'm happy for the guy. Like, finally, he has a win as a Absolutely. Bears fan. I'm happy for him and fans out there. No, I am too. Uh, I would say another big winner, the Chargers, especially with their first-round pick, Rashawn Slater, they get exactly what they needed, protection mm-hmm. for their young quarterback. Yep. I love the pick. I love the idea of it. And I will get into my losers in a second because I'm going to build off of that. 
uh, funny enough. But I would actually also say one of the big winners, New England. They got their guy. Really? They, they got what they wanted. They got what Bill Belichick is sitting. He's sitting there like, oh, I got exactly what. Because you have to understand, he's getting Tom Brady 2.0 in terms of the way the guy plays. He can mold this guy to be a very good quarterback. And that's why it's scary. You give him exactly what he wanted the whole time. That's a, that's I don't like that. Not not at all. Scares me. Uh, I would say though, one of the biggest losers, if not the biggest though, no question, Cincinnati Bengals. Because you know what they did? They didn't listen to us. They decided they we're going to go for Jamar Chase. We're going to go for the big name. Ooh. Well, guess what? Joe Burrow's knees and legs, eh, they don't thank you for that because he's going to get killed on the field still. Killed. I Jamar Chase, great receiver. Don't get me wrong. He'll be he'll have a great connection with uh, with Joe Burrow, but <sighs> Joe Burrow needs protection, not weapons right right now. Right now. It's not that he's 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 going to never need weapons, but I would prefer him to be protected for now at least. I was I was upset about that. Giants. JV, we'll talk about this more. I can't say that the Bengals are losers per se. The pick, I 100% disagree with going Jamar Chase. I think it's stupid. I think Penny Sewell at his respective position is more of a generational talent than Jamar Chase at his. I think Penny Sewell will add more wins, more when it goes to the war or whatever you call that, the analytics, I think he's going to add more wins when it comes to that than Jamar Chase will. I think it will be more of an impact. just not the sexy pick. However, I wouldn't say the Bengals were losers because they did get Jackson Carmen. I know. I guess guess what I'm saying when I'm calling them a loser. In the second round, so you can't necessarily say they lost because that's a really good pick. You know, guy protected Trevor Lawrence. At their pick to to take – Hang on. The, the, the they were my next team. Is what the Giants have done the last few years, where they didn't build up the line, and they right. had great weapons, and look where it got them. Nowhere. Their offense was horrible because you had nobody to protect Eli or Daniel Jones. So getting Jamar Chase for Joe Burrow, who just hurt his knee last year, does nothing. Your first but- responsibility is the line. But if we're talking like overall loser out of 32 teams, you know, one of the bottom three, I wouldn't put the Bengals there just because, you know, Jackson Carmen's really – John, well, we're not going to talk to you about quarterbacks. You're okay with benching your Well, we're your talking about the draft as a whole. Carmen so, was really good. Joseph, if you can't keep Austin, Joe Burrow on the field, what's the point? Well, we're talking about their <laughs> overall draft. And like I said, Tyler Shelvin, fantastic defensive tackle. Cameron Sample out of Tulane, great defensive end. And at Joseph Osai, defensive end out of Texas. That's all defensive linemen. Those are really good players. So those are three really good picks. Jackson Carmen's good. So that's four good picks that were day two or day three picks. So they had a good draft. It's just the first pick really should have been Sewell. It, it makes no sense why you avoid a generational talent like that. I know Chase. I get it. But I completely agree with you guys. I just wouldn't put them bottom. I would put them like middle of the pack because of that decision. However, Joe Burrow's happy. So, you know, as of right now, I think the Ravens. will be happy for now. Ravens, Ravens won with that fifth pick because, you know, Ray, I mean, Steelers and Browns. Look at Steelers, Ravens, Browns, defensive line. Good luck, you know, not having Sewell to uh, stop TJ Watt, Jadavion exactly. Clowney, or, uh, or Miles Garrett, or anybody on that Ravens defensive line. 
Penny Sewell would have been going up against all those studs. So, but I, I, I get I what you're saying. Agree. Yeah. So but go on with the rest of your uh, losers. I, my, my last loser, I'm just going to say it because JB is going to want to talk about it because he's going to agree. The New York football giants, I am convinced that they do not want Daniel Jones to win. They want him to fail. And I don't understand it because Dave Gettleman, as John, you've said so many times, is an egotistical kind of guy. The fact that you do not draft an offensive lineman in the first round and go for a receiver. Didn't I say that last Tuesday? And, and I said he loves the fancy pick. He always I agree. does. And, and, and it doesn't stop there for the Giants, but that was just like I have to start there because that made me so upset. At least, that, at least Jamar Chase makes sense because Jamar Chase is an amazing player. And not right, to cut, but, cut you off because you're the Giants no, it's fan. Okay. But I said this on Thursday. I said, Tony, don't get me wrong. I'm a Florida fan. Tony's a really good player. Not Absolutely. a first round, not a first round player. But you go think about this. You go into the draft and you're like, we're gonna leave night one with some extra picks and Kadarius Tony. I That's mean, your right. plan. You're right. not gonna go one of the great offensive linemen. I get the picks are great. But you're gonna leave with Kadarius Tony. That's the best you're gonna I mean, do when when the Eagles the got guys, Devonta Smith. The look red, at the guys uh, at offensive tackle that were taken just after the Giants. There were plenty. Yep. And then it it wasn't like okay, we'll get you know Kadarius Tony round one, and then second round we'll go and fix our offensive line. No, they go with an outside linebacker. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that is a positional need. I'm happy about that. Because linebacker slash edge rusher is a Giants need, but it's not their biggest. Because then with round three, they go cornerback. Then they go another linebacker. Great. Then they go another cornerback. The problem is if you look at what they drafted, what did they draft? A receiver, two corners that they don't necessarily need. I really need, don't think corners your issue either. And, and two linebackers slash edge rushers. We could I could have said at least one of those corners should have been – an offensive lineman, if not both. Corner is not our biggest problem. Is it a problem? Yes. But is it our Jake, biggest? No. How many years have we had problems with the offensive line that we don't address? Longer year than I can year. remember. Year after year, we, we picked up capital with this great move. We and I was happy. It wasn't, you know, the Eagles and Cowboys made a trade which kind of boxed us out of the guy we did, wanted. Uh, did, Which bothered me that we wanted him in the first place. Did the Cowboys way. doing that and the Eagles taking Smith make you trade with the Bears? Is that why you traded with the Bears? Or do you yes. think that was already... I think that is exactly why. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to disagree okay. with you only because I'm going to say Joe Judge comes from Belichick and, you know, getting a stockpile of picks is the Belichick way and, you know, building the team that way. But... You know, to, when you get the extra picks and you waste them on a receiver that you don't need in the first round, there's just no leadership at the top. And My thing that's is the this. thing that frustrates me about the Giants, and I'll let you go in a second. Yeah. We, you know, they're old school. They they have a lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? They stick with their guy way too much. Get rid of Gettleman. Start over. He's not doing anything. The reason I would have said that that's why that they probably traded that pick, think about it. If their guy is there at their pick, right? Let's just say for argument's sake, Devonta Smith is still there. You think the Giants are really trading out of that spot now? No way. They're going to go get Devonta Smith because that's who they wanted. 
because he wasn't there, they probably realized their next guy, Kadarius Tony, for whatever reason, was which was a reach, I admit. They probably realized, hmm, he'll still be there if we trade back a couple spots. And in doing so, we'll gain capital for the next year. We get the guy, the second guy we want. And guess what? Let the let the Bears do what they want. I, it doesn't matter to them. They don't care. But I, I just I, I can't stand the fact that they go, as John would put, and I agree, the sexy pick. They, they don't think, let's protect Daniel Jones. Because honestly, when I look at the Giants' offensive weapons, before getting well, Tony, before him, you got what you just brought in this year alone. You brought in uh, Kenny Galladay and Kyle Rudolph. So you bring in a veteran presence at tight end. I like it. That's helpful. Good blocker, solid tight end if you need him. He's not your sexy tight end, but he's, he's still decent, right? Galladay speaks for himself. Huge pick. Love it. You know, I mean, that's, that's one of the best pickups you could get, right? They get their number one guy. Sterling Shepard is your maneuver kind of guy. He's your small, speedy, good hands. That's that. That's kind of what Kadarius Tony reminds me of, right? And if you want him to be, if you want Tony to be your, they want him to be Tyree Kill is what they. We want. already have Darius Slayton. No, I know. I, know. I, I I'm understand. Not telling you, I'm not saying that you know Slayton is Tyree Kill because of course he's not. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to say it. But you want to talk about a guy that's fast who's going to go burn, uh, you know. Uh, a secondary player on a route, you already have it. So what is what? What does Tony do for you? Well, I I get it, the Tyree Kill type of guy. But the thing is, I like Tony. Like I said, I'm a Florida fan, so I know all about him. But you had guys like God Bateman there, who is way Absolutely. far above him. You got Terrence Marshall. You got so many, in my opinion, better receivers at that spot. If you want to take a receiver there. Why take Kadarius Tony? I, I can guarantee you Kadarius Tony in the first round, except the Giants. And like I said, that's not a knock on the guy. He's a really talented player. No, but it's he's a knock on the Giants. Second round worthy. He's not twentieth overall worthy. That when you see Mika Parsons, Devonta Smith going in your division that night, you're going to leave with Kadarius Tony to counteract that. I just don't get it. Like you, there's better options, and that's what you leave with. As a head scratcher, and it made zero sense. You had guys like Creed Humphrey go in the second round to the Chiefs. Fault of the Chiefs. Could have got Creed Humphrey, who's an amazing center. There's so many good players that the Giants just. Listen, it was a great him. move to trade the pick, but oh, yeah, after I that, on that, it fell apart. I agree on that. You know, it yeah, gave I, me such a false hope for that half hour until they, till they <laughs> went into Tony. Yeah, it, it was right. like, oh, the Giants are finally doing something right. Okay. Good. And then they got Tony, and I was like, damn, they just took two steps backwards. Like, I'm ecstatic for, for the you extra guys. draft capital. Ecstatic for the the capital for the next few, you know, year. Great. Good move. But you wasted this year's pick, so it kind of cancels out. Like, when you yep. think about it like that, it, great. You got next year's picks, but all right, you, you kind of wasted this year, so it doesn't really do too much. I mean, You're sure, I'm excited for next year, but I, I can't with this team. You broke even. You could have got exactly an excellent lineman or a better wide receiver because you didn't need a wide receiver. As mentioned before, Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Kyle Rudolph to go with Evan Ingram. The last thing you needed was a receiver, but leave it up to Dave Gettleman, always stocking up, trying to get the sexy pick. And don't, don't get me wrong. Don't forget, Darius Slayton is a good pick. 
Saquon Barkley is in your backfield right. too. <laughs> Don't forget about exactly. that guy. <laughs> Just saying. another wasted draft pick though, because we have nobody to block for him. You're right. You know, well, great, great pick for Slater, and they completely messed that up. That, but that's a good I want point. To for allowing the Bears to get the quarterback of the future. So hey. I, I said they were I, you. You weren't on the show yet, Alex. I said they were my number one winner of the draft because that oh, pick was phenomenal. And I'm telling you, every other team that drafted a quarterback, except for maybe the Jaguars, will regret not getting Justin Fields. I would say that Trevor Lawrence will probably be as good, if not better. But Justin Fields, out of this draft class, is my number two quarterback. And I'm telling you. You're going to see teams regret not taking him because he is a phenomenal player, and you put a chip on his shoulder. You just took a great player and elevated him to want to play even better. The Bears, I mean, talk about a home run. That's not even fair. It was a grand slam. I I I just have to say this. Perfect. I just have to say this. Best move of the night was the Bears. Absolutely. I loved it. Jets and 49ers. The Giants? This is the third time Giants. that the Giants stopped Bill Belichick from winning. <laughs> Bill Belichick was going to get Justin Fields. He was going to have his well, man if the Giants didn't trade out of that spot. He was going to fall to them it. when they move up. I guarantee they don't take Jones over Justin Fields. Listen, they could have jumped up. Lamar Jackson, so I don't care. He made the trade with Baltimore at the end of the first round. So, so the Giants three times have thwarted Bill Belichick. Three times. Yeah, but he messed, he he killed Lamar Jackson for us, and that hurt. That, you know that really hurt. Bill Belichick is still sitting very happy because I told you he got a basic carbon copy of Tom Brady in terms of physique, but, play style, his ability to just be a system quarterback, all of that. He got the same thing, just you know, twenty five years later. Brady, but, hang on a second. More on, importantly, did you did you did you all see Mac Jones walk out? Yes, he looks no. like the most unathletic person I've ever seen. That's what I'm talking what about. Was, what was that? But that's what I mean. Look at Tom Brady. We've all seen his draft day photo. It was terrible. Same thing. But he didn't look, look totally like a pot belly pig. Thank uh, you. Was, he didn't look like a pot belly pig. That had to be, that had that to be was the funny. worst looking. He didn't look like James Harden in Houston. <laughs> Big Ross. <laughs> yeah. It was not a good look. Oh, it was bad. It was funny. And, you know, I don't want to be biased because people say that I could be biased sometimes. But <laughs> we all of can the be. top five quarterbacks, I think Mac Jones is the bum. I he's agree. The bum. 100%. Look, he's playing behind an offensive line that all got selected. He had track stars at the wide receiver and tight end spots. He had Najee Harris behind him. I mean, let's be real. He's been surrounded by talent, and now he's going to have to come down to earth and explain that no bomber outfit that he wore in high school to Cam Newton and his teammates. Mac Jones has bum written all over him. The only problem is Mac Jones is going into another great situation, though, because he's got a bajillion weapons. But they don't really have talent. They don't really have that much talent. Compared to Excuse having me? the talent that they had at a Alabama Excuse on their me? respective level, I wouldn't take that talent in New England. I'm a Dolphins fan. Ooh. I don't fear what New England's doing. No. 
you got to fear what you have to fear what Buffalo does. You have to fear the Jets are getting better, but you don't have to fear what the Patriots are doing. Patriots are at the bottom right now, in my opinion, on on trajectory. John, in terms of weapons, excuse me, they don't don't have weapons. Yeah, they overpaid for their weapons. I didn't hold on. I didn't ask if they overpaid. I asked, do they have? And they absolutely do. Mac Jones is getting Hunter Henry, one of the best tight ends in the whole league. John Johnu Smith, another very good tight end. Look, I don't think that he deserved the money he got. I think he was overpaid. I agree. He's still a good tight end. That's not a bad thing when your quarterback needs touchdowns. Yeah, well, it doesn't get you first down. When when you have when you have those two together, that's helpful. Okay, and that's just his tight end situation. I'm not talking about the rest of the stupid team. Yeah, and please tell me the receivers. Kendrick Bourne, he's a nice young receiver. He's going to develop. Who? He, he, do you not Kendrick watch football? Sucks. He's sucks. on. He's on. He's on. How many he's yards a nice he young like receiver. 200, 200 in his best season or something? Like, keep going. John, you want to know? Hold on. You want to talk about Kendrick Bourne's best season, huh? Yeah. All right. We'll go there. That's fine. Was he ever uh, done in the NFL? Last season was his best season. And again, he's young, almost 700 yards. Young. And he's playing with Jimmy Garoppolo for part of a season. Not uh, really most of it. Pretty garbage. Next. Uh, Aguilar, he's a nice veteran presence. Oh, I've got hands on stone. Oh, he's a nice veteran presence. <laughs> next. He cannot catch. Why, why you'd want him, I don't understand. I... Don't know either, trust He's me. He's one of the reasons we won that game against the Raiders. Couldn't catch a ball. <laughs> That's a fair point. But, but in terms of in terms of a veteran presence, that's what I was saying. That is nice to have. So that's Jacoby Myers. Weapons. Jacoby Myers, not great, not developed yet. It's got potential. I'm talking about potential here too. Damian Harris, Sony Michelle, James White. It's a nice three-headed monster at running back. It's not the best, but it's nice. It's nice. And they lost Joe Thune. Don't don't uh, forget uh, this lineman. He's still got a decent line. Demir Bird Tr- is now a Chicago Bear. Chicago Bear. Got Tr- Trent Brown, David Andrews. Trent Brown's I mean, fantastic. It's not a bad line. Those are two good I guys to have. Them out to the Raiders, and once the Raiders started to suck, Trent was like, "Get me the hell out of here." See, the thing is, Brady dominated because there was no AFC East for his whole tenure, basically. Now, the AFC East, the Dolphins are, and Bills are right there. And then the Jets are starting to come around a little bit. They're starting to actually be competent. So, Bill Belichick has to actually face a division that is on the trajectory. Up, so, it's no longer Tom Brady playing three teams that aren't competitive. You know what I mean? Like, I get the Jets. Yeah. Would be, it'll be a while before the Jets are good. But still, you know, you have to respect the Dolphins and Bills, and the Jets I are agree. coming up. So it's no longer a cakewalk division. So that's I why I don't think Mac Jones. Well, I'm saying Brady always had that. Mac Jones doesn't have that. And we don't even know if Jones is going to start day one. We have no I idea. I he's going to start either. I'm just saying the team as a whole, it's not, a, it's not like he's, you know, running into a situation where his team is total garbage. He's still got – He doesn't scare me. Mac Jones – like If I went up against Fields, I'd be like, okay, maybe this guy's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I didn't say what he scares Jones, me. What does Mac Jones do that, you know – I think I'm faster than Mac Jones. <laughs> That's not saying much, but yes. Well, I mean, yeah. 
it's it's not saying much because yeah being faster than mac jones is not hard if you're not going to be the most talented quarterback of the group to go to bill belichick's system that's where you want to go you know he'll put the pieces in place for you to win and he'll get everything ready as long as you buy into the system so like jared golf it's like jared golf when he was in la basically System quarterback. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Similar. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, that's basically what Belichick does. He gets you to buy into a system. And, you know, I mean, honestly, we have to see um, what happens with, with you know, when now that there's no Brady. Because, again, Brady yeah. went elsewhere and won. You know, Belichick hasn't won without Brady. So it's hard to say that anybody else could do anything. Yep. That's fair. Okay. All right. Now, let, let's be fair. Belichick and Brady have been divorced for one year. And in that year, Brady found himself a new woman and won himself a title. I'm not mad. <laughs> I cover the Bucks. I'm happy. We know. But hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. When your partner leaves you and you see mm-hmm. them doing better, oh, hell to the no. Uh, it's payback time. Uh-huh. And I expect Belichick to come out swinging. I agree with you, but what has he done in his career without Brady? It's hard to judge, first of all, because most of his career was with Brady. I mean, yeah. 20, well, you know, 20 years with Brady. Parcells in New York. I, I, right, but I'm just, well, I'm just, yeah, I just wanted I to preface it by saying, coach, I wanted to preface it by saying, look, a lot of his career was with Brady, so it is a little bit hard to judge because 20 years of your life is so, a lot well, of time in the NFL. So I'm we would need a bigger here. sample size, right? A little bit, yeah. Oh, I mean, and it's not I to take away from a point we could make, but I'm just saying you have to keep that in mind. But in New York, look, things looked pretty good when he was uh, working with Parcells, like Alex just said. So he, we want to talk about the Cleveland Browns. I mean, that that's was a... not. Can we talk about something that's relevant? Cleveland, <laughs> bro, you're go- you guys are going to make me write an article about how Cleveland is paper champions. I'm so sick. I was going to say, they're on paper. They look great. Of hearing Cleveland, oh, we're going to do this. Oh, we're going to do that. Cleveland signed this person. Bro, paper champions. Mm-hmm. Sell me on the field. I agree. A couple of months. Completely. Yeah, I think it's one of those – it's what happens almost every year, though, right? There's that one team or a couple teams that look so good on paper. you got to wait. It's kind of like the Brooklyn Nets. Right before the season started, they get all their superstars, and we all said this team looks fantastic on paper. Now we all said though, we gotta see how they play together. Now, obviously, having been through most of the season, it's fair to say, yeah, they looked really great. And a regular season, at least, we can just start by saying they looked fantastic. The Browns again look great on paper. They proved last season that they could be a really great team. They were, they were a playoff team, and they looked much improved this year. Still the same thing. They still have plenty to prove because if they just regress, then you say, ah, it was a one-year wonder. You know, they, they looked good for one season. And, or and remember the it. Jags? The Jags were Absolutely. really good Saxonville. One year. One year. One year. Yeah. Exactly. But that's exactly my point. So. Okay, we'll have to wait and see with that. But hopefully they're good because, again, you know, it's like the Knicks in the NBA. It's good to see certain teams do well after a while when they haven't done anything. And oh, I absolutely For the longest time. You know, I'm happy for the Knicks. I mean, they're not winning the yeah. title, but they're finally no. competitive. 
No. No, but exactly. They, they're watching basketball you can watch. They're playing good basketball. I can they're tell you that firsthand. Absolutely. You know, but I've been saying it for the last month. You know, they're an enjoyable team to watch. They're not going to beat the Nets or the Sixers, but I'll tune into a game to watch them and enjoy it. I will say this. They will get past round one most likely because I think they're probably going to end up matching up against the Hawks. Mm -hmm. So I think they'll have like a – and I'm I'm not saying like, oh, they're guaranteed to get past round one. I'm saying they have a chance to get past round one. They could be a second-round team at least. For Knicks fans, that would be one of the biggest wins of all. Not only did they make the playoffs, they actually got past the first round. So they – they made a little noise, and look, I'm not saying they will. It's you know, Trey Young is Trey Young. He could take over that whole series, and that could end. If he's healthy, if he's healthy, right? He's well, I'm, 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 I'm basing my scenario saying yeah. he is. Yeah. I'm saying that he is. He could take over the whole series, and that could end it. If he's not healthy, the Knicks could have a cakewalk at that point. Yeah. It, it's possible, but they're not making noise. You're right, and I, and look, I, I, we will talk about basketball in a little bit, but I just one we'll more thing. We got to talk about in the NFL, and I think we all know what it is. It's the bad man himself, Aaron Rodgers, because he's making a lot of noise now. It's, it sounds like he's a Sith more than you know. Then you would think he was a Jedi. Uh, he was pretending I mean, to be a Jedi. I mean, a, Sith a Sith only deals in absolutes. <laughs> a Sith only deals in absolutes, John. He just—that's he, what he's doing. He he's, says, "I'm only coming back if you fire the GM." He's at an absolute. He's just whispering lies into into the ears of of Green Bay fans, Green Bay media, Green Bay players. Just whispering these lies, just kind of leaking this stuff out, and then boom! It looks like looks like it's a GM's fault. It looks like it's the organization's fault. You know, don't get me wrong. I love Rodgers as a player, but come on, man! Like, I get you. They did you wrong, but didn't didn't the Packers do Brett Favre wrong when they drafted you? Yeah, so here's what I'm going to say. First of all, we're making all these jokes. We're making all these jokes. John, you and I are both thinking it. To anybody watching on today, Tuesday, may the fourth be with you. I had to make the. I I I couldn't I couldn't not say it's 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 Star Wars Day. It's really Star Wars Week. But 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 it had to be said anyway. Now that I've gotten out of the way, look, I can't say I blame Aaron Rodgers because honestly. There are so many problems with what they've done in this draft. I feel terrible for the guy. Okay, in all his years in Green Bay, you know how many offensive players they've drafted for him? Hi God, hi God. Do you realize he gets paid to play football? Absolutely. You feel horrible for him? No. I do. Shut up, shut up and play football. If you want to go to a different team, say you want to be traded. He does. He's he's saying he wants out. How many championship games did he get to? Shut up and win a game. Six. Win it a game before you talk. I, I was going to say five. Night. I forgot about this last one. Yeah, six. The yeah, guy one in five. It's he like is hard. Donovan McNabb. On. One and five. No, no, two, that's no excuse. There is. Loser. If you're not adding weapons for him, it doesn't really help him. Also, no. I've talked about this. On, His defense on, in those on. games were atrocious. Poor Brett Favre. They didn't. They didn't add a weapon for Brett Favre in 2005 when they drafted Aaron Rodgers in the first round. Hey, guys, you gotta win. Look, look, Jake, they haven't been adding weapons. They've just been supplying them with one of the best offensive lines. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. never leads the league in getting sacked. He hardly gets touched. Why? They may not be getting him offensive weapons, but they're making sure that the diva stays clean. Bakhtiari gets paid a lot. A lot. 
you're right. But anyway, yeah. here's what I wanted. Here's what I I wanted to <laughs> to say. I feel like we've been down a little bit here. No, no. I was. I'm honestly. I'm looking at stats. That's why. I, I'll be completely honest. I was. I was listening, but I'm like trying to read things. If you look at the defense for Rodgers in his championship games, I'm not making a total excuse for him, but some of these games are a little bit ridiculous. I'm sorry. What's a man supposed to do? Perfect example. 2017, guess what? 44 points scored on the defense. I'm sorry. He shouldn't have to fight with that. He scored 21. In a playoff game, 21 points is generally enough to win. In a regular no. season game is different. No. Yes, absolutely. No. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely. No. 21 points, no. that's three scores. That's yeah. three scores. That's now, three touchdowns. This is a recent trend of the NFL. Bro, Tampa Bay averaged about 30 points in the playoffs. The year before that, Kansas City was averaging about 35 points in the playoffs. Right, the but what's the common thread with those teams? Juggernaut offense. But shouldn't their Packers be a juggernaut too? I mean, Devontae if they, if they, Adams, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, that line. like Right, Matt but LaFleur's if I give you both of those really... teams, they have great receivers, a great quarterback, and great running backs, and great offensive line. Aaron I mean, Rodgers, great receiver, singular, great running back, great offensive line. Saints, He's missing multiple receivers. Saints. Robert Tunyon is good as well. He's good. Yeah. But he's he Saints. also only emerged this year, so you can't say that for every year. Yeah, but every the Saints are in the same scenario. Michael Thomas is their only receiver, and Alvin Kamara right. And why do they keep the running? What back? keeps happening to them? They lose the playoffs. Well, they just they have some weird. Ah, playoffs. that's a common thread now. They have some no, weird. No, no, theirs is no, different. No. Theirs is some weird got, luck in the playoffs with they, that they that pass interference call. But anyway, hold on. Let me just finish the mir- this point. Minneapolis miracle. Twenty twenty fifteen. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers lost 28-22. to Now, that might not seem significant, but when you hear this part, you think, oh, that's a bit of a problem. The Seahawks were trailing 19-7 to with five minutes left in the game. It's not a lot of points, 19. No, my point is, John, is that they scored 21 points in five minutes. Well, That's to be a fair, terrible defensive be fair, that maybe if the side, offense would have held on to the ball, yeah, that onside kick, that onside doesn't matter. You, hold on, you're making an excuse for a defense to give up three touchdowns in five minutes. Well, the onside kick, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I don't care. My point still stands. I understand. My point still stands, though. Even with us, what? One if five, there's no point. Yeah, there is, because that's two instances where his defense totally fell apart. If, if okay, you look at, if you look on, at the game, the special teams inside, is not his fault. If you look at the game inside the game, why did they lose that? Why did they lose that Bucks game? They didn't score a lot of points. Aaron Rodgers had a lot of three and outs. Oh, that game, was, I agree. He was. They out had a lot of golden opportunities that Rodgers that's could not game, help capitalize on. Why? Didn't Rodgers run that ball in for the touchdown to potentially tie it when they were down by eight? He so should have ran scared. it in. He was scared. He the, the end zone was wide open. It was like an eight-yard run. Nobody was near him, and instead he threw it incomplete. They, you know, they end up kicking the field goal. He could have ran that in. That's on Rodgers. I agree. There's, there's plenty. I, agree. I watched a lot of. I watched they. I watched a lot of Packers games. A lot of playoff Packers games. There's a lot of times where Rodgers 
It's not just on the defense. He goes, he's in these lulls where he goes three and out, three and out, three and out. Then the defense gives up points, and then it's like, oh, that's on the defense. But Rodgers gets in these lulls where he just doesn't score, and then that puts it on the defense, or he doesn't take advantage of the defense turning the ball over. Then they get a field goal, or they end up punting. As Rodgers get, gets in these weird, like right, Russell so, Wilson type of fits. I don't, I can't. It's weird. So let me just point this out. Just so, saying. No, I agree. So hold on. So two years ago, 2020, his defense gives up 37 points. So you're really going to make an excuse for that? I don't think so. That's poor defense. Even if he didn't score enough points, he shouldn't have to outscore 37. Are you talking about against the, uh, the, 49ers. the Niners? Yes. That game was I, again, over. Yeah, there's that game, more the, to it, I understand. Did but you I'm just watch trying to that, argue. what their defensive line did to Rodgers? He was terrified. No, I'm just, I'm just making terrified. an argument. That his defense is not helped him. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers that scared in my life. He was terrified of Nick Bosa in that defense. Terrified. He he had no confidence. None. He had zero confidence in that game. Then then the Niners' run game just smashed the Packers' run defense and get at him over and over. San Francisco 49ers looked like Tina Turner before she got her nerve against Ike. Okay? He was petrified. (laughs) So you just have to sometimes look at the game inside the game and not just say, well, they gave up this many points. There's there's nuances. I'm making the argument that his defense was horrid because when you look at it, okay, against the Bucs, they gave up 31 points. And I do agree with what you said, though, John. I do agree. Rodgers is partially to blame for that. So fine. I give give one game so far that we've looked at to to blame on Rodgers entirely. I'll give it to him because he should have scored more points. and, And I agree. He made mistakes in that game, and I can recall that. Yep. San Francisco, a team your defense gives up 37 points. I'm sorry. I don't care what happened in the rest of the game. 37 points is ridiculous. That's yeah, too much. Yeah, I agree. But going into that game, so, we all so, knew. so that's one and one. The Falcons, hold on. The Falcons, 44 points. We know how that was. That's ridiculous. So now you got two games on the defense, one on Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That's just again so far. I'm looking game by game here. So bear with me. Okay. Seattle, I just told you about the defensive mishaps. Even though Aaron Rodgers may not – you can give 19 one – points? No, he scored 22. 22. Ooh, yes. So Thank I you. can give one – so fine, we'll give one to each. We'll put that a blame on both. Three for the defense to blame, two for Aaron Rodgers. So one if for you watch that – We'll give a both – Yes, we'll get – they're, they're sharing blame the, on that one. Because, because they got a field goal when you were saying it was 19 to 7. So they got a yes. field goal. So maybe if they would have held out to the ball a little bit longer. But – but yeah. you also gave up three touchdowns, so that's why I'm saying both if, deserve blame. Uh, if you watch yeah. that Falcons game, they were down 28 nothing at the half. Yeah, 28 Thank points you. a lot for your defense to give up, but that's also zero points Aaron Rodgers scored. I remember Thank watching you. that game. 28 zip at the half. Game was over at the half. Rodgers was awful in that first half. And by the time halftime hit, game was done, so Rodgers wasn't going to do anything. So that's on both, in my opinion. That scenario, mm. If you're going to use that scenario, they were down 28 to nothing. New England came back 28 to 3 and won that Super Bowl. All right? Just another reason that Tom Brady's better than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron's flashy. Aaron's excellent and a sniper on the field. He doesn't have the heart. Yeah. I, I mean, you just got to shut up and play. If you want to be traded, say you want to be traded and just leave it at that. He does, though. Look, he's he's saying he wants out. He's made that very clear. He said it before. Now shut up and let the GM do their job. You keep saying it, you're hurting your the team you're on's chance of trading you. 
the more you talk well, about it. In my opinion, it doesn't help that you're out there lobbying for the full-time gig on Jeopardy too, when you're supposed to be, you're in the off season and football's only four months away and you're lobbying for the full-time gig on Jeopardy. Well, what happens if you get that? What happens if retire? Well, yeah, well, I'm saying what, what if the Packers trade, what if you get that gig and then the Packers trade you, you get what you want, but then you already took that gig on Jeopardy. Why are you lobbying for a full-time position somewhere else when you already have a full-time position in the NFL? You're, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up. Do that to your fan base. Why, if you really want you traded, pay, but it doesn't make sense. You like four or five episodes a day for Jeopardy. Yeah, it's not the same with Jeopardy. You, you got to be committed with something like that. He could you record be, enough episodes to be all in. You got to be all in with Jeopardy. You can record enough and get it done. It, They'll go. In my opinion, they would go to Ken Jennings. If you're not going to be there every day and be all in like that, I mean, I think they Ken should go to him anyway. But that's yeah. like an irrelevant. So conversation. my point is, why why lobby for a full time gig on a game show? It, you he's know, a spoiled. Yeah, he's a spoiled, exactly. Flashy wannabe. Who's one in one in five in championship games? Diva, bro. He had Danica Patrick, who's got a body of a sixteen year old boy. Divorced his family. Olivia Nunn, who was sexually frustrated and confused after dating that man. Now he's dating a chick who wants to make all the calls, who was hated at the Kentucky Derby for wearing the wrong damn hat. Bro, Aaron Rodgers is all about drama. I'm not saying he's not skilled. I'm not saying he doesn't have that it factor. And I'm not saying he's not a Hall of Famer. What I am saying is that some women aren't worth the hassle. Yep. All I want to oh, say is man. this, though. He has all the right to be upset because there are a couple things that have happened that I would be pissed too, and I think any reasonable person would be. They didn't get him any help in all his years. And most importantly, you know the one offensive player they've drafted since he got into Green Bay? You know who it was? A replacement. And more importantly, when you look at the yep. recent draft, hold on. Here's the thing that I was bothered by, though. Look at other teams that drafted a quarterback. Perfect example of the 49ers. They called Jimmy Garoppolo and said, hey, we are drafting another quarterback. We're letting you know. Other teams have done that throughout the years. Why that's important is Aaron Rodgers is their fr- – he's the face of the franchise, and he has been for so long. The least you could do is say, hey, we're going to draft another quarterback – just to give you a heads up, we'd like for you to help mentor him or whatever, the, however the conversation goes down. The least you could do is show him a little bit let's, of respect. Let's play a little bit of would you rather. Would you rather have Devontae Adams or would you rather have David Patton? I think Devontae I'd want Devontae Adams. Would you rather okay. have Aaron Jones or Kevin Falk? I think I'd want Aaron Jones. Okay. Would you want uh, James Jones? Or would you want, hmm, oh, uh, I don't know, Troy Brown. I think it would want Jones. Jones led the, led the NFL in touchdowns at one point, right? At one point? Yeah. I don't think Troy Brown did that. See, Tom Brady won with guys like David Patton, Kevin Falk, guys that never have any business being on any team. Not very good players. Brown. 
not a great player. But, but the difference Aaron is Brady Rogers got weapons had, given to him, at least. They tried to give David him something. Patton? Who's Kevin Falk? He won Super Bowls with Kevin Falk, not Aaron Jones, not Devontae Adams. He won with Kevin Falk and David Patton. Like, come on. Those guys shouldn't even be on rosters. But the Patriots made them work. <laughs> Tom Brady won with them. He didn't complain that he had Kevin Falk all those years. He didn't complain that the, he had all these running backs that nobody else would use ever. He never complained once about his weapons. He just went out there, did his job, and won six Super Bowls with the Pats. Yeah, they eventually got him Randy Moss. They didn't win a Super Bowl with him. But he had guys like David Patton most of his career, and he won six Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers complaining because they don't get him enough help. Just go out there and do your job and let the pieces fall where they may. That's what I say. Here's another thing. You know how we constantly hear about, well, he signed a contract. He should fulfill his contract. I heard that over Deshaun Watson. I've heard that a lot of disgruntled players who don't look like Aaron Rodgers. Now, all of a sudden, I see these clowns posting on social media, free Aaron Rodgers, free Aaron. No. Aaron Rodgers is one of the highly paid quarterbacks. They've yep. done a lot to supplement and help Aaron Rodgers. David Battiati, Ryan Bulaga, who was gone, they replaced him. They got him some help on defense with the Smith brothers. They're not really brothers, but you know what I mean. They're brothers. Take it how you want to. Jair Aaron. Alexander, A.J. Hawk. Uh, remember and guess how that panned out. Hold on. How is that defense panned out for you? They tried to draft great players. Clay Matthews. They tried to draft these great players for him. Haha, ha, Clinton Dix. They tried to draft these great players to make that defense work to help the team get better. They've really tried to draft a lot of different great players like that to help the team out. They, and how'd they, that work out? It's not their fault that Aaron Rodgers is choked in Five That's out of six it. championships. Hold on. So giving up 40 or 35-plus points Jake, is Aaron Rodgers' fault? Jake, you get to the game, you got to win the game. Hold on. got to win. So Tom Brady has his team give up 35-plus points. You're going to blame him? No, you're going to blame the defense. Gonna Tom Brady's won team. six Super Bowls with nothing. The whole team. That's not true. He's not won with nothing, John. Excuse you. He and, won with one of the I, greatest coaches of all time. Excuse and you. And I'm going to agree with Alex on this. You know, people say about every other quarterback, you know, you're getting paid. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Shut up and play. Said to Russell Wilson okay. when Russell I have Wilson said the same thing. Well, because I will say this. You know this. I do not say that about anybody. I get it. No, we I didn't say that about you two were just no, saying no, it. I'm just, you, no, I'm just saying just like, that I'm not one of those people. We all agree with that. He said it once. That was fine. I have no problem with a guy saying one time you want to get traded. You don't bring it up again. Now, you once you say it, you go to the GM. It's up to the GM he's to make the move. He's demanding the GM get fired. Otherwise, he'll retire. Yep. Who does yep. that? I wouldn't want him to be my quarterback after that. I could care less how good he is. I think that's a bit of a ploy. I don't. I don't think he really would actually retire. I'm. I'm. I, I just. That's but just he, a personal opinion. I'm not. I'm not saying it makes him look good for saying that. He's the one person that. that, that I, he's the one. Look no, he's it the doesn't. One, he's the one player in the NFL that I think is petty enough to do it. He's the one I, player that I could see is petty enough. He's petty. I don't think he would do I, that. I, I really don't. I, how do you say that, though, as a professional? I agree. No, you know, I'm not disagreeing. I, I think that was him. wrong of him to say. I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I wholeheartedly agree. How good he is. No, yeah, I no agree. Respect for that no respect. Oh, I don't know about that. 
I have no respect for him. He needs to learn to shut up. Maybe he shut he up get for cut. how many years? Maybe he should get cut. He got he shut up for how many years? Because he can't win. Who wants to hear from him? He's not cutting Aaron Rodgers. The, uh, and, and, and the only reason he won, he got to a Super Bowl, was he played Jay Cutler's Bears. And Jay Cutler ended up sitting out because he got hurt. And then he was too wimpy to come back in. So Aaron Rodgers played a backup quarterback in the NFC Championship game and won. Jay Cutler didn't even have the stones to come back in. DJ Raji bailed his ass out. That's the only time he got to a Super Bowl. A Jay Cutlerless Bears. Okay. And we let him in. The Bears were the number one seed, and we were dumb enough to let them in. Jake, usually I agree with you. On this topic, you're way off this. Hey, I'm I'm glad to be the lone wolf. I'm fine with that. I can handle it. Wow. I I I can handle it. You know, this last week, people have been showing a lot of sensitivity. I mean a lot of sensitivity. From uh the draft night to Aaron Rodgers to the sports arena to say what to again. People and sensitivity just go hand in hand. It's like if you can't handle the truth or you can't handle someone calling you out from your version of the truth, see Jesus. Look, Aaron. Look, Aaron. They got you Amari Rogers, someone from Clemson, rated higher than Devontae Adams on the draft board, so they got you another weapon. You have weapons galore in Green Bay. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillian. Robert Tunyon, some other bomb that you're not utilizing from Texas A&M at the tight end position. Devontae Adams, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scandling. I just mentioned Rodgers and Alan Lazard. You have weapons. You're in the NFC North. Okay, Minnesota, offense good, defense bad. Detroit, Detroit. Do you remember when Peyton Manning made – do you remember when Peyton Manning made uh, Pierre Garçon a thing? Because nobody ever heard of Pierre Garçon. Peyton Manning made him a thing. That was all Peyton Manning. And then Austin Collie, do you remember that guy? I nobody, remember nobody ever would have thought Austin Collie was a thing. The Patriots tried to make him a thing. Didn't work. Didn't I work? Peyton Manning. Sometimes these great players elevate other great players do being great players or really good players. It's what Peyton Manning did. That's what Tom Brady did. Rodgers can't seem to do that with his receiving core, except Devontae Adams. Everybody else, he can't elevate. Just saying. Sometimes these players make the other players around him better. Look at Russell Wilson. He's made guys like Tyler Lockett. Who was that? <clears throat> Doug Baldwin. Who was that? He made these guys really good. So just think about that. It's fine. I'm. I got nothing else to say because Peyton Manning also made Julius Thomas a big name. Yeah, yeah, crap in his pants, Julius Thomas. That guy ran like he just got done going number two, like Lamar Jackson. You ever watch Julius Thomas run? He tried in Jacksonville, did not work. That guy could not run to save his life. He probably ran like seven seconds for a forty-yard dash. That guy was so slow. Peyton Manning made him work. Jacksonville could not make him work. Just sometimes these players elevate other players into being really good. 
I can't argue with that. I mean, I can't. I, I you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue that. Some no, I was just going by John Mizek's no, no. uh, comment. No, I know. I'm just saying. I, I don't. I don't. I don't mean to say like, oh, you're wrong for bringing that. I'm just saying like, the reason I have nothing to say is because I'm not going to argue with that. You're absolutely right. Like, could I not agree about more. Julius Thomas. Oh my gosh, that guy was terrible. Horrible. I don't know how Peyton Manning. I don't know how Peyton Manning made him good. I have no idea. Peyton Manning was a special man. That's for sure. <laughs> that's that's how. Seriously, that's how. All right, now that Diva Rogers is, now that the Sith is dead, is that it for the NFL? I don't have anything else personally, so. Oh, come on. Why, you got something? Rogers reminds I'll me of the Yankee game. game as we speak oh. right now. What <laughs> happened? I didn't like. We were slow down to the third. They threw it. Uh, throwing error. We just scored three runs. The base is cleared. It uh, looks like we took out the catcher of the play as well. Oh, I love I to would, see that. I would That's say that. Rogers. Rogers is like Darth Vader. I would say that. No. I mean, think about it. He was like Anakin Skywalker. Hold on, then, John. I don't mean to cut you off, JB. I just saw what you're talking about with the catcher because I'm a little behind you. Oh boy, that sound. How that far looked, behind are you? I'm on my computer. That's why you're probably watching oh, on the okay. TV. Plus, yeah, I'm streaming on. TV. Yes. Oh boy, this man just got trucked. Like. This yeah. looks like Derrick Henry's a- stiff arm hit. Ow. You don't see that in baseball anymore. No. Now that it's illegal. And I don't mean to get off topic because, John, I do want to hear what you have to say, but Hey, guys, ow. guys, Zion just went to the locker room. Something's wrong with Zion. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not good. Well, that's a breaking story. I mean, in development, of course, but definitely something to uh, keep an eye on for sure. Ah, that's not good. Do That's we understand how monumental it was for Chicago to pick Justin Fields as their quarterback of the future? He was the a great I think, move. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know we were talking about this. I think he was the first African-American or black, if you want to say whatever you want to describe him as, um, quarterback that the Bears have ever taken. John? No. I, no? Second. John, second? First, okay. First franchise. Franchise. Okay. I, I, I know we talked about it in, in our group chat. I'm sure they've taken like a seventh round pick or somebody. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't remember exactly what it was, John, the but I know we talked about that in our group chat. So that's why. Bobby Douglas. He played the for the Bo- for one I was going to say, I don't know who that is, I'll be honest. And then the other owners uh, were upset that someone that didn't look like them was playing in a position of power. So he only played one year with the franchise. Yes, Chicago was first, but you know how that goes. Um, and- Cordell Stewart played a total of nine games at the quarterback position for the Chicago Bears. So, no. Jason he Campbell. And Jason yep. Campbell played yep. a couple of games. Yeah. We're talking about first-round pick, future yes. starter. Real draft. Yeah. 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 Justin the franchise. Fields. Yeah, they've never actually done this. That's going to be the face of your franchise. Absolutely. You know, like, you know, like Tua, who we like to keep that chick in Miami. Look, when sense. I heard when I heard stories after Fields got drafted of other people that of color that were weeping in happiness, tears of joy from this, that speaks volumes of how much this matters to folks, you know, that, that root for the Bears or just have been following this story. It speaks volumes. You know, it, Absolutely. it, it, it really does. So I'm happy for all the folks that this is affected in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just glad the Giants were part of it. 
You see? Look at that. <laughs> Giants did something right. <laughs> they made another team good. Okay, go Giants. <laughs> hey, well, we're not going to be good for a few years anyway. Why not help somebody else out? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I would love hey, to talk. The Giants finished third in the NFC lease. They finished third. Washington football team, Dallas Cowboys. They actually won the division. Giants, Philadelphia Bumps. They actually so, won the division. I don't know what you're talking about. That that last game was bogus. So if and, they, and I really, they better so, come out like with firecrackers up their butt this year. They're not. Every time they play a division game. And they better make sure they smack down the Eagles like they've never hit guys before. John. Otherwise, you know what? I have no respect for them. No shot. No shot, JB. No shot at all. So why? Because the they're the New York football giants. So if the That's Eagles why. win that game, it's interesting how history works, even though it just happened five days ago. If the Eagles win that game, then the Giants go ahead of the Eagles in the draft. The Giants don't make that trade with the Bears because they don't have to because they get their receiver that they want because they ultimately wanted Devontae Smith. But For the Eagles, But the Eagles were in front of them ended up being in front of them. So it's funny how this ends up working where the Giants would have had Devontae Smith had the Eagles actually tried and won that game, which they could have won, then they sat there, guys. So it's funny how history works, and then who knows how you know the rest is going to pan out. Oh, well, it is what it is. Anyway, I would love to talk more football, but I know we have a lot more to talk about. I will throw it to JB first for basketball because I know you got some stuff you want to talk about. So do we want to give – Carmelo Anthony, some props after not being in the league for how much of last season. The former Nick, as Jake is modeling tonight, um, get cracking the top ten in the NBA history of scoring. How great was that to see? Jake, you want to talk about that? I know you're a big fan of his. I was ecstatic. Look, I, I said before the show I brought it up to you, the inside of my jersey, on every Knicks jersey, it always says, once a Nick, always a Nick. It's how I always look at Carmelo Anthony. He was a yeah. Nick for a long. No, he was a Nick for a long time. He did a lot for this franchise. He Killed brought it. us to the. That is so not true. He brought, us our la- he brought us our last winning season before this season because now this season the Knicks have clinched a winning record. But the last time that they were relevant even was 2013. Who was leading the charge? Carmelo Anthony. So he he, he has done plenty for this franchise. Okay. The last time you were relevant was Jeremy Lin. Last time no. you were really relevant was Jeremy no. Lin. If you remember Lin's sanity, that's no. when you were actually relevant. Nobody cared in 2013 about the Knicks. Nobody took no, him serious. Care. Nobody took him serious. You when Lin's sanity was there, that was a worldwide phenomenon. That's when they were relevant. When they were worldwide because of Lin's sanity. I remember John, that the, like it was yesterday. Made, John, they made the playoffs – they were actually in, I think the I think they played in the conference finals, no. if I'm not mistaken. No. no. I'm pretty nope. sure they did. Oh. Are you sure about that, John? Because I'm pretty sure they did. Yep. I have a feeling, John, you're going to be wrong. They didn't I'm, play the I'm, Heat. They did not play the Heat in the conference finals. No, they did not play the Heat in the conference finals. You're wrong on this one, John. I'm not John. I'm Jake. But, yeah. Uh <laughs> Now that we clear that up, because I believe we played the semifinals. It was the it was the Pacers. Celtics. I believe we Pacers. played Pacers. Okay, we played the Pacers in the anyway. Conference. Point is, they were actually decent. You're getting away from yeah. my point here. Carmelo Anthony, Hall of Famer, no question. Yeah. Want to argue? Maybe I 
Not first ballot Hall of Famer. I didn't say first ballot. I said Hall of Famer. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I love what you just did. Not many people will realize. He's not a Hall of Scott. Famer. How Maybe is he not? But NBA, he's like Vinny Tessiverde. No, John. He's Reminds me of Vinny Tessiverde. Yeah, a lot of stats, but what has he actually done? John, he's a great player, John. What has he, he done? done? What has he done? John, he's a great offensive player, John. Oh, oh wow. What has he done? Like, please tell me what has he done that's relevant. Okay, I can say that about just about every player. No, well, Vinny Testaverde's in the top 10 in passing yards. Would you put him in the Hall of Fame? You can't do that because if you go back to the oh. NFL. Oh, okay. You can't, you can't compare stats in a different era, Joe. Oh, you can't compare stats even though stats are stats. I'm confused. Please no, tell me, JB. The NFL oh, is a different game, John. Okay. The NFL oh, is a okay. totally different monster. Thank you. These are, not the, stats you're looking. These are not the stats you're looking for. And by the I'm way, John, Vinny Testaverde for the simple fact that he, well, for what he's done for USA basketball. In Naismith, the Olympics, yes. money. Naismith, yes. But if there was an NBA Hall of Fame, he wouldn't be in it, in my opinion, because he hasn't done anything. What's he done? He's been a bum. So he ruined the Knicks. He's ruined the Knicks. Just eat their money all them years. Yeah. He ruined their money all them years. They're held back by that bum. John, how did he ruin the Knicks? One of the most overrated players in NBA history. John, you realize there's five guys on a basketball court. Carmelo was always the best one when he was with the Knicks. When he was with the Nuggets. You know who else was on that team? It wasn't hard to be the best. J.R. Smith. Real genius player. When you're on the Knicks, it's not hard to be the best. Just say. When he was on the Nuggets, that's when he was really good. Other than that, he's done absolutely nothing in the NBA. You are so far from wrong. I'd never put that man in the NBA Hall of Fame. You could Naismith, yes, but NBA, no. But there's no NBA Hall of Fame. So okay, that really is the matter. same thing. By the way, that is it's the It's not exact the same, same thing. thing. It is not the same thing because Naismith adds in your Olympic things, it adds in your college things, adds in all the things you've done in the game of basketball. John, if you look up NBA Hall of Fame, Naismith Hall of Fame comes up. It's the NBA right. Hall of Fame as saying, well as other things, but, but it Smith, is – the NBA's Hall of Fame is the Naismith. That's, but that's what that is. NBA would be, to me, specifically NBA. That's it. Nothing else. You don't count anything else. Okay, that's John, what it would that's be. like saying we have a football Hall of Fame and the NFL shares it with college. It's still the NFL Hall of Fame because they're but you're being inducted as an NFL. But your college stats don't get added in. Your college stats don't – you see what I mean? College, I mad, college gets added in to the Naismith. Your college stuff gets added in to what people really done. don't care about that that much, though. It's I'm just really, saying, if there was an NBA Hall of Fame specifically, he'd still be NBA, in it. He would not be in. He's Vinny Tessaverde. Vinny Tessaverde. That's what he is. He is so not. But okay. Yeah, that's he doesn't a even. Comparison. He doesn't compare to Dwayne Wade. He doesn't compare to LeBron James. Doesn't even Hold come on. close. You cannot compare. Doesn't even come, come close. That's an extremely unfair argument to make. It's not unfair. You be in this yes, draft it is. class, you get put in that boat. That's not his draft class. I send him off on the life raft. Good luck. Wow. You're off on the life Damn. raft. You're not staying on this boat. John, you don't even. You don't get to swim. You don't get to swim on this yacht of Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and all these guys. You go off on your life. You're raft. right. You're right. He didn't pick his his dream team. You are correct. Try again. Next. He. 
it, he should have yeah. stayed on Denver, man. He should have stayed on Denver. John, just so you know. That. Okay, so John, you think he wasn't? I really want to hear Alex's point because he looks like he's fuming back then. John, you don't think he was as good on the Knicks? Just to give you his average per game throughout his time on the Nuggets and the Knicks: eight seasons with the Nuggets, seven seasons with the Knicks. Nuggets points per game: twenty-four point eight. Points per game with the Knicks: twenty-four point seven. Ooh, point one points per game difference. Wow, what a big difference! Okay. Wait, Do you remember on. the Nuggets stop years? Stop for one second. If you Hold have on. a chance to go play in the greatest arena in the world, to play basketball, you're not going to take that chance to go to Madison Avenue and make money for your family? Don't ever He's already making a lot that. of money. Don't give me that argument. They're already yeah, making millions that's, that's and millions. Legacy, don't give me John. that. That's called legacy. That if you could do it at the biggest stage in the world, that's called the legacy. Why would you want to be exactly. in Denver when you could be when you could play it for the day? You proved my point. Do you remember when he had? Hold on. Hold on. John, let me let me finish. Do what you I was remember saying. when he had a chance to leave the Knicks and go to better teams, and he chose to stay because he was going to get the max contract. So he chose the max contract, the max amount of money, instead of going to winning team, potentially going for a championship. He's like, ah, I want to stay and hold just on, eat John, all this money. Let up. me finish what I was saying. So his points per game was point one difference, not in any way significant. His rebounds per game, 6.3 per game with the Nuggets, 7.0 per game with the Knicks. His rebounds went up. Okay, great. So his numbers are staying good. His assists per game, 3.1 with the Nuggets, 3.2 with the Knicks. Again, same exact number, basically. His steals per game, it went from 1.1 to 1.0. Again, same thing. Blocks, 0.5 and 0.5 for both. The point I'm making here is his stats in both both of his uh, major spots in his career, eight seasons with the Nuggets, seven seasons with the Knicks, his stats were nearly identical. So how can you say he wasn't as good with the Knicks? He was the same player. Do you remember when Kevin Love was good on the good on the Timberwolves, and then he went to went to the Cavs, and he wasn't quite the same player? Right, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you, his stats would reflect the difference. Because sometimes when you're on a bad team, you can stat pad because you're the only guy there. There was well, nothing no, else the in. Cleveland wasn't a good team just because he went. And LeBron was there. You got to think. He was playing. No, I'm saying under- Kevin Love stat padded on the Timberwolves, and he looked better than he actually was. Is my point. He's That's not that not good true. of a player. He he ended up showing you what he really is on the Cavs. He's not that good of a player. He just stat padded the Wolves. No, he just played a much lesser role with the Cavs because LeBron was taking over because obviously that was his team. And oh, by the way, let's not forget Kyrie was also there. It's it's you can't compare that because What's in both situations, now? Carmelo was the number one he's guy. Also, he's also a lot older now, John, and a different ah, part of his career. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Kevin Love is now thirty-two. So that everything comes in. Everything comes into play, John. Not everybody is LeBron that can play well into their upper thirties the way they play. If that's an anomaly, that doesn't happen. Plenty of players play great at at thirty two. Plenty of players play great. Thirty two is not a death sentence, especially not this day and age. It's not. It's and not a death John, sentence. Just to put in perspective, every player is good at thirty two. Hold on. Perspective. So LeBron left. Well, rather, we'll just we'll just take last season when LeBron. I know for a fact was not there. 
Okay, LeBron wasn't there last year. Guess what? He still averaged what he'd been averaging for the past few years, which is approximately 17 to 17 and a half points per game. From 2018 to 2020, like those those few seasons, he averaged the same amount of points essentially. Okay, so you want to talk about that? You want to talk about his assist? His assists actually went up to over 3.3 assists per game. Excuse me. His rebounds per game stayed at about where it is, approximately 10. In 18, it was 9.3. In 18, 19, it was 10.9. In 19 and 20, it was 9.8. So it's, you know, I'm, it's a range, but it's approximate. So you want to keep going. His stats didn't really change. He's older. He's 32. Obviously, he's getting older. It's just going to happen. His numbers are taking a dip. That's what happens. But guess what? To your point, when LeBron wasn't there, he was still doing pretty okay between the ages of uh, 29 and 31. So for three years of his life, about the same. So, Has Kevin Love made any impact on the Cavs since LeBron left? Hell no. But that's not what we're arguing. Do you remember that the other day when he rolled a ball in bounds and gave the other team a three-pointer? Hold on, that's Kevin not, Love, is that what we're talking about? Is that, that what we're arguing? Well, Are we no, arguing? I'm just saying, do you remember that guy? That Kevin Love? So we're going to take one, one, okay. play out of a, one play out of a whole season and we're going to say he's garbage because he's in the NBA and we're not. But that does not, not make you a good player. Just because you're in the NBA does not make you a good player. It makes okay, you a pretty first, good player to make the NBA. No, it does not. It does not make you a good player. Automatically makes you a good player. No, it may, a great player. So, John, if you're a great player, hold on. Hold on. Let me say this: He may not be you to make the NBA. You have to be a great player. You cannot argue that because I guarantee you, the That's NBA true. is the, is some of the best players in the world. Now, well, compared yeah, some, to his, not all. As I was going to say, compared to some of his peers, he may not be, or a player may not be as good. But to be in the NBA in the first place is one of is one of the most incredible accomplishments. Just like it is to make the NFL, MLB, NHL, MLS, any major sports league. Why? Because it says you're in the top whatever percent of your sport that plays. So it's impressive, nonetheless. You there are tiers in every sport of you know the best and then the worst. Absolutely, but even the worst are still great athletes and incredible players at their respective sport in their own craft. You cannot deny that. Not every player. Can I bring something to your attention? Yeah, please. You remember all this talk about Deshaun Watson and massages and these alleged 22 women who had beefs and gripes and all this stuff. And and it's been kind of quiet for like two, almost three weeks now. I know. After being called out by Rusty Harden, that some charges would be produced. Yet, no charges have come forward. What does that tell you? Honestly, I think what it does say for now, and I'm saying this because I'm trying to look at every angle, yeah, there might be a hint of BS, but it also could just be legal things behind the scenes because legal things do take time. So I'm not defending anybody. I'm just – it has to be – said that we don't know what's going on and there's definitely a strong possibility there are interviews being conducted you know filings being filed things going on behind the scenes that 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 that, that happened in the legal process you just don't necessarily always think about 
I, I have problems with it to begin with, though. Because, A, no one will ever know 22 if it's a real number or not a real number. I agree. You know, I'm, not here, I'm not here to judge, but if one of those 22 who waited could have stopped so one of the other ones, if they are true, you know, they're kind of at fault here. I get that it's a bad situation, but piling on at the end doesn't help. No, and, but 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 I will say this. If it if you really have been affected, I don't care if there's a, ten people or a thousand, if you're one of the victims, you and, and it's and I'm saying this in the scenario that something really did happen, you have to come forward. Why? Because it's right. not for it's not to convict the person. At that point, it's more of a a closure thing for yourself. I'm, and I'm, I'm not disagreeing with anything you say. I, I'm just. I, just I'm hate, just I hate when you see an allegation that all of a sudden it's thirty or so many. Where were you all this other time? All of a sudden now you, because someone well, else said I'll, something you could step so I, I don't know. I'll argue the other Be side and, and say this: sometimes when multiple people come forward, you start to feel a sense. I mean, it of, gives you the confidence. There's, yes, there's other people like me, I and you feel more confident well, to come. I'm, think I, about I've being never been in that scenario, so I can't understand personally. But I can I see what I might just, be happening. I don't, I don't the like more it. people, yeah, the more Maybe people that, that someone well, does something wrong to me, I'm not waiting two years down the line to report. I agree. It. I'm not going to have somebody else give me some power to embolden myself it, to say that somebody did me wrong. And the one thing I hate about this is that his image is tarnished, regardless if he's innocent agreed. or not. Because in the yeah. court of public opinion, he's already been hung. That man could be innocent three times over. But yet you're going to have hillbillies, hypocrites, and people who don't like to see athletes with money say he was guilty. He, the only thing that got him off was his money. Stop. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a shame. And it, it's a horrible situation. I think in situations like this, where if it comes out that the accuser is making up a story. They need to be in just as much legal jeopardy as the person I agree. Who's accused. Nobody wins. Because Nobody wins think, in this. Because, you know, there's no way to ever make it up to him if it's not true. Now, I don't know if it's true or not. I don't have an opinion either way because I wasn't there. Agreed. But, you know, in, in any situation, it happened with Mike Tyson. It happened with you know, countless other public figures. Well, here's what I'll you know? say to what to what you said about they should be in trouble if it's false. I agree because it's both. If it's written, it's yeah. libel. If it's spoken, it's slander. If it's both, it's both. So yeah. it's but, illegal to to lie about that. Like but regardless. To, but to piggyback on what Alex said, I know he said that you know if somebody harms you, you're coming after him. But it doesn't always work that way. Um, you know, I, I took psychology classes. I, I know how some of the behavioral things work, how the tra traumatic things work. Um, it's hard when you go through something like that. It's it's not you don't exactly think logical and say, well, yeah, I should go and turn my I should go and turn him in or turn her in. Well, no, you might you might think, well, what if I do and this person comes to my house and attacks my family? Things like that do happen. You sometimes have to worry about those things because they know they have a key to your house or they know they know where your family's at things like that do ha happen you may not think about that but those those things do happen um just traumatic wise you have to think about you know how scarred you are and sometimes when people get abused they they right. end up going back to the abuser they do i mean yeah. my i had people in my family that were abused for years and years and they kept going back to the people that would abuse them because what they do is they scar you 
and then it, it's it's somewhere it's when they scar situation. you. It's a sad situation when they scar you. You you keep going back to them. You don't want to, but you just keep doing it because they they scarred you for the rest of your life, and that'll never go away. Sometimes these these women or these men, they're forever forever ruined, and and it takes their and years I, and, and years of therapy. That. And so it's I hard. Have a it's a psychology it's, degree, and I get right. that. But at the same yeah. time, that the first person that if if it truly happened to victim number one, that victim now has twenty other victims on top of them because they weren't strong enough to say something. That's the problem with it, and that's why it's inexcusable it's not hard. to come forward. Yeah. It's inexcusable. It's you have a right to if you you have to protect other people in that situation because if they, they did do. it to you. They're going to do it to other people. And if any of this is true, because I don't know if it is or it isn't, I don't care either way, you know, there's 21 other people behind it now accusing him of doing this. So but that's, you that's what I said. Like, so, you might not now, imagine, always think. Was it, bad enough, was it bad enough that it happened to you or now the trauma, the fact that you just made 21 other people go through what you went through? Which but do you the, think in the long run? That's what I'm saying. There, there might not be logic in there because they can't stop yeah. thinking about, you know, somebody doing that heinous, you know, act to them. And that's all they think about all day, every day. It can day. be traumatizing. And it is. It can be hard. traumatizing where that's all about the rest of your life. And, and well, it may sound a lot, but that's true. Those things do happen and you can't think logically because you're, it's well, like you relive those things question, every because, day. Because I stopped, I stopped following it because to be honest with you, you know, he's a football player. I care about what he's done on the football field. It's not like the Ray Rice thing where there was video of it. Is there any civil lawsuits yet in this? Because if there are, I'm done with, with whoever did that. Because to me, it's not about money. But didn't it start a civil lawsuit? And then I believe there was somebody that wanted to file a criminal. And then some somebody dropped one of the cases, I believe. Okay. At least because from what I know. It started as a civil. That's what it started because, as. Because once that's the, the route you're going, there's a problem. Because why are you that worried about money? That was the very money? beginning, yeah. If you, that, that's the problem. Why are you worried about yep. money in that situation? What is money going to do to fix what happened? Well, money that's doesn't the first take thing, back the past. That's, that's the, the first, first thing, thing that, everybody goes That's after. the first thing Watson said was they wanted me to pay them. How? Or I think I forget how much money he said. He like they They basically tried to blackmail him is what he said when this all started. That was the first was night when this me. came out. Wait, he is a bath now. That was clever. But yeah, no, once, it, it, once it, you go, listen, no one will ever know if it really happened or not. It's not, you know, there's no proof of it. So I'm I'm not going to take either side on it. It, it yep. ruined his reputation. If he did it, you know what? He's got to live with the fact that he's done that and his reputation's ruined. If he didn't do it, you know, all of those women, that, that's a horrible thing to do to somebody. There's yep. no good side to whatever happened in any of this. Nobody wins. You know? I agree. There's Nobody no winners wins. in and, this. And why, why does this case get so publicized? But like we said, like John said over there, the Wheeler case just got one, basically one day on the ESPN headlines, and then and the next day it doesn't exist. Like basically, like why, why? Why? It's the way like, the media works sometimes. up Chad Wheeler whenever I spoke with Travis Kelsey. I felt the need. But other than that, yeah, they tried to sweep that under the rug. Because Deshaun Watson's uh, Didn't you basically make NFL choke quarterback. Up? 
What's African American male. Didn't I was gonna say didn't you make him choke up? Like when when you asked him that he, what he I was basically made say, him like take a step back and he started choking say, up. I was gonna say JB just hit the nail on the head. It's the color of his skin, I think. And I it, it's and he's a sad truth. It, it's, yeah, no, he, it's the color of his skin, first of all. And then of course yes. that he's a I think that's the most important the thing, I think that's the most prevalent thing though. Yeah, those are the two things that are going to make it more, much more publicized. What are people going to? I mean, Richie for? Incognito has a job. Yeah, Incognito. Yep. Besides, you know, the average sports fan probably has no idea who Wheeler is. You know, to show Watson, most people are going to know. Yeah. That's... And then throw that he's a black male quarterback in the NFL. You know, that's a score. Let's run coverage on that twenty-four-seven. Everyone's going to know. Tune yeah. in. Well, realistically, they should also do it on Wheeler. I mean, that, you know. No, we, we just don't disagree. It's, it's terrible, you know, and it's just it's know, that's a whole other story. Anyway. Yeah, that, that's the media. What do we talk about? Things that yep. we hope people will listen to, you yep. know? Yeah. We're not we, talking about. We always, you know, I got to say this. We make fun of the media, but we are the media, too. <laughs> like, in a sense, we still are, absolutely. We're, we're trying to well, change the media. You take shots at me, Jake, and I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> Hey, we're trying to change the media, the path of the media. This trying to true. change the right. game. Anyway, but, I, but the media is not the issue. The issue is the people that listen to the media. The media's both. job is to report. No, the, listen. If well, people, sometimes the media gets false, opinion. you know, John or spins it how the they person, want to. The person who takes the information has all the power. If people aren't paying attention, the media will change the narrative very quickly. Because they need us to pay attention. They need the subscriber. Without the subscriber, the media has nothing. It has no voice. So it's simple. People are the problem, not the media. It's both. It's it's definitely no, both. Absolutely though. not. Absolutely yeah, not. It is because if the media, the media provides too much cover- fear, yeah. yeah. Think about when COVID started. I mean, how much fear they the media really, you know, spread and stuff like that with murder hornets and stuff like that. Like, think about well, how much was... fear was spread with that stupid stuff. Like, you could spin it how you want of your media. Me is good at that. All right. I'm going to take... I'm going to do this for all of us. And let's say... Let's move on because we are running low on time, but there are plenty of other things we still want to talk about. JB, I'll make it quick. Anything else in the NBA that you want to talk about? Yeah, so what is LeBron James talking about about the play-in games? The guy who came up with that should be fired. Like, seriously. You know, le- last year he was kind of all for Alex, wasn't he? And now he's complaining that the guys should be fired or the woman should be fired. But now because he may be in the playoff game. And how excited I was going to say, be- because it might affect him now. Yeah. I hope and- Golden State takes them out and does the Lord's work. I'm so sick and tired of LeBron James, his hypocrite status, and his virtual signing when he's always on the first page reading a book when he hasn't read that damn book. When someone asked him what was in that Malcolm X book, he couldn't answer it. And then he got offended. He was like, why are you asking me this question? <laughs> no, bro. You can't have a 10th grade education and then be reading the book out loud when you're always on the first page and not expect somebody to say something to you. <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh. No, I, I, I think it's ridiculous. I love the playing game. and I know we've talked about that. It's a, I think it's a fantastic idea. Provides teams an opportunity to play in a Playoff, and I put quotes around that because the plan is not it's the playoffs. Playoff. It's not quite. It's, the it's, it's not quite. I, I, it's not really I, the playoffs. I, it it is. 
It counts. I agree. It's but, a survival game. It's, your, it's an elimination game. But it's not that's the standard playoff, which is which is what I was going to get at. Which is it's the atmosphere of a playoff game, but it's not your standard playoff game. That's what I was going to say, and that's yeah. good for young players. LeBron's just complaining because if he has to deal with it, he's not going to like it. Or maybe LeBron needs more help. Maybe Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond and all these other guys he got. It's not enough. Isn't enough. Maybe him and Aaron Rodgers should hang out. That would be a good pairing. That would be funny. And they're both they both whine a lot. That they do. One thing I've seen on the internet recently, which was funny, uh, you know, a fake breaking news thing, Aaron Rodgers being traded to the Brooklyn Nets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, that's that's really it for the NBA for me, except for right now, the way it was slated, Golden State would play um, Portland, which I thought, you know, I love when those guys get together. Golden State. Golden State's sure. been so much fun to watch this year. I mean, everybody talks about the Knicks, but Golden State's been a lot of fun to watch. You know, they've been a breath of fresh air. You know, Curry's they've been a been breath amazing. of fresh air. Hold on. Yeah, like in the NBA this year, like nobody expects – nobody's expected these past couple of years for the Warriors with, with all the injuries to Clay. Nobody's really expected them, you know, to do John, anything. hold on. John, I'm just going to say this, though. I'd rather I'll ask this. Who did you expect to be better this season, the Warriors or the Knicks? Just be honest. Well, I'm just saying. I, that's why I said uh-huh. all this Knicks talk uh-huh. about how refreshing they are. Yeah, uh, because they have in the West, for the past however many In the many West, years. Golden State, you know, is a breath of fresh air over there. No, you know, because no. everybody thinks, oh, the Lakers are going to win. You know, win that easily. No, maybe Golden State knocks them out. Maybe I, you know they knock them back to the playing game yeah, and then they lose. If you want to say the breath of fresh air. Phoenix and Utah, one two right now. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing about the them. Way. Their old hat. Phoenix what? is like the new old team. hat. Old hat. Listen. Phoenix started last year in the bubble. Like that's tired of them. where this phenom Phoenix started. Is, Phoenix is phenomenal. I, I love what they're doing. Are you tired of Phoenix? Yeah, tired of. Can you get rid of him again, please? <laughs> oh, you mean like this? <laughs> Look, if if Phoenix wins, then we got to hear it from Mike. I don't want to hear it from Mike. He's going to be all about his sons. You know it, Alex. We're going to hear all about it. I don't want to hear about Phoenix winning this or that. I don't even know who Mike is. So no thanks. No thanks. Well, whoever whoever you are, Mike, I want to hear from you because I like He's a Cowboys fan, too. He's a Cowboys fan as well. Nobody's perfect. But the Phoenix Suns are fun to watch. If they like grinds, the Easter Conference. If it grinds John's gears, I like to hear it. But, John, you still have never answered me my question from two weeks ago. How many games of the playoffs are the Nets going to lose? Good before question. The, How many before games? the finals. Before, oh, the, before finals. the finals. Yeah, we're not well, going to count the finals because we're not going to say that they're going to win the finals yet. But seven. They're going to lose seven games in the first. One in the though. first. One in the first. Two in the second. No, I guess yeah, and then four in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. So, they, so, they, so you think they're going to get eliminated? No, they're getting eliminated by us. Wow! All right, so that's on record that they're going to lose to Miami in the conference championship. Oh, yep. John! I already t- I've been telling you this for a lo- for a while. Y'all keep forgetting that we exist, but it's all right. It's cool. We don't even forget that you exist, but you just keep I'm forgetting wow. about us. Sorry. Not afraid Sorry. of you. Yeah, didn't you say it last year? 
Last year was oh. different, and I'll explain how. You kept telling last us year you were, were surprised. You kept telling us the Celtics were going to beat us. How did both of those series end? That's right. And we would have beat the Lakers had we not gotten hurt. Oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but guess what? If we hadn't gotten hurt, we would have beat the Lakers. Nobody wow. cares. I do. Wow. I do. It so, matters. So guys, nation cares. So you, so you won the championship last year is what you're saying? We would have if we didn't get you hurt. Hey, John, LeBron James what? got an easy path John, to championship because we were all banged John, up after the first quarter. John. Tom Brady would be would have been nineteen and zero if it weren't for the Giants. But guess what? Nobody cares because he's still not. I Best care. Comment right? of the night. Best comment of the night, John. Read that for I, me, please. Look, read I care that I it. care that the Patriots John, lost because I'm a Dolphins fan. John, read it. Read it for me. Look, context matters. If All we right. didn't get hurt, I'm, I'm going to say those this. Lakers. I'll say this as as the great Ricky Bobby once said. <laughs> Fantastic movie, Talladega Nights. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you ain't first, you're last. John, you lost. You weren't first. You're last. No one cares. Look, you in we, history. We beat history remembers. You doubted history us. Remembers the champions. You doubted not us all last the losers. year. You doubted us all this year. We're gonna prove you wrong again. We haven't doubted you all year. We've doubted you the you, past what? Every weeks, time, maybe? every time you guys talk about the best teams in the East, you don't say the Heat. Every yeah, time, yeah, because they're it's all right. It's cool. That's hurt. how we like it. Hold on. They're still hurt. They are in sixth place. You can't say they're one of the best when they're in sixth place in the East. The Look, Knicks are ahead of them, John. The Knicks, right? But we've been banged up all season. We haven't been healthy. Okay, so why do you start to change all of a sudden? When we get healthy, we've won four in a row. Ooh. One four in a row while having all of our good players just, oop, he's out, oop, he's out, oop, he's out. We still oop. won four in a row. John, guess what? Oop, he's out. Oop, the Heat are out of the playoffs. You, we're, we're currently in the playoffs. <laughs> just saying. No, you're missing what I'm out. saying. John, you're what I'm saying is in the playoffs, what you're missing on what I said was in the playoffs, what's going to happen? Oop, this no. player's out. Oop, the yeah, Heat are now out of the playoffs because yeah. they get kicked out. That was what I was making a joke that, about. Well, you're not going to beat my Heat, so. Next. The Knicks might not have to play the Heat. Oh, well, they'll be out. I'm not okay. saying the Knicks are going to win. I haven't made that argument. I know where we stand. I At do. least I know my place for my team. I do, too. It's the NBA Finals, winning it all this year. <laughs> That's cute. So that, that's pretty much it for the NBA for me. Any word on Zion yet, Alex? Was that? Any word on Zion? What happened? I I think it was an ankle sprain. I mean, the Golden okay. State was beating them up anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right. Well, okay. eh, you avoid you, major injury, though. If it's an ankle sprain, that's, yeah, that's that's good. That's, you don't like that's to see that. Much better John. than what it could have been. John, what's going on in baseball, John? Hey, look, my Orioles have been a lot of fun to watch. Not going to lie. I, I've quietly, you know, been impressed with my Orioles. I know you guys don't yeah, care. But like last year, they're a scrappy team. You know, not ready to make it to the playoffs yet. Not there. It's going to be a couple years. They're a scrappy team that's really given teams like the Red Sox and the Yankees, giving them some trouble. So I, 
I've been, you know, impressed with my O's. So that's that's what I have to say about baseball. Because you don't want to talk about. With, with, all right, there's a clear thing that has to be talked about. JB and I guys, started talking about it. Can I say one thing before I go? Yes. yes. Houston played New York tonight. First time they've been back since Thank the you. whole trash gate thing. Alex, and, we were gonna just talk about that. I was just thinking about that because JB and I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> Read my mind. I wish I the Astros luck because people are holding grudges. That was uh-huh. a good team regardless they if they cheated or not. I agree. They should hold grudges. All I'm saying go. cheaters. Later on. Good one, Alex. Look. Yeah. I mean, Alex yeah, brought up exactly up. what I wanted Seven to talk three. about. And it should be it should be more. I, I you know I Whatever. just want to see them destroy that's, this team. That's not what I well, care about. Well they're beating about, them seven though. to three. What I love what I love, Jose Altuve, first batter of the game. All you hear from Yankees fans, boo. All you can hear filled with boos. It did is you see the? Did you see the quotes from the Yankees on Twitter? Um, I didn't. Where was it? Oh, I'm gonna I, go look for it right now. Hang on, I, I'll get it because I retweeted it. Give me a sec. I talk about something as we go. Well, as I was, but I, I, the point I'm go. making is got it here. Aaron Judge. <laughs> oh, I oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I saw this. I yes. just don't think it holds any value. You didn't earn it. Uh, that's how I feel. It wasn't earned. Labor Tories. Uh, if you cheated in 2017 and you won, why don't you cheat the next year or the next year too? Should Carlos Stanton. I feel if I knew what was coming in 17, I probably would have hit 80 plus homers. So, you Love know. It. Listen, I have no respect for the Astros. I agree. Uh, I hope that they lose consistently, you know, until all these guys that were on the team in 2017 are gone. That's it. Look, they deserve all the booze that they're getting, and I'm loving it. Love it. Because this is the this is the punishment that they're supposed to receive, according to Rob Manford, because uh, – they couldn't punish them due to uh, the agreement they had set up, which, whatever, still bothers me. But I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. Anything else in baseball? Nope, not, that's about it. Much. I just I mean, wanted to talk about my O's. I'm I'm so proud of how how well okay. they fought when they have okay, nothing John. going on. But John, I'm the biggest proud story, of my... the biggest story in baseball tonight is the Astros going to the Bronx. Having to face fans the first time. This is the biggest story in MLB. Yeah, today. I don't like talking about Yankees. Hold on, we gotta go. Ba- I gotta go back and find something real quick. Okay, I just saw the best thing on TV right now. Uh-oh. I've got to share this with you because it's. Of course, we're talking about the Yankees and the Astros, and I have the game on my screen. This is what I just saw. You see this? How great is that? If you wow. don't get the joke, I'll explain it for anybody that doesn't understand it somehow. Toy if you story, don't understand it, I'm sorry. It's It was the most recent Toy Story. The character's name was Forky, and his joke was that he would say to Woody, I am trash. This gentleman has decided to make Jose Altuve become Forky and make him trash. As he says, I am trash. And even better, if you look at the bottom of the screen, it says... Houston trash throws. Oh, that's I love impressive. It. That that's is pretty impressive. Your genius. I, it just that's... so happens to be that we were talking about the Astros. 
You gotta love Yankees fans. Sometimes. That should go on a shirt. They should put th- that guy should sell that, that on great. a shirt. That guy that should was, sell that on a shirt. That was pretty good. That was one of my favorite moments from this game so far. That was that was impressive. I'm not but, gonna lie. That was creative. All right. Do we have anything else, guys? Nope. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Hang on, Jake. What's going on with the Capitals, Wilson, and the Rangers? Uh, don't get me started. Well, we we got to bring that up. Out of the league. I didn't want to talk about it. Was you so got to talk about it, Jake. That guy, if Montez Burfitt right. gets thrown out of football, stop, this stop. guy should be thrown out. You're doing out. a job right now, not talking about it. That's the biggest hockey news right now. How are we not talking about it? I was so infuriated. You have no idea. And the fact that his only punishment was a five thousand dollar fine is beyond me. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, this guy's a bum. He just beat up a player for no reason. He does it. He does it all the time. That's I know. Thing. He makes illegal hits all the time. He's a dirty, dirty, dirty player. It's not. He's not an enforcer like no. you used to have in the NHL. He's a just a garbage player. That- that the players are going to be able to police this because he's going to take a hit somewhere or something's going to happen. He should. I'm, I'm I mean, he's bush league. He's, it, he's been suspended many times. He's bush league. That's he the is. One good thing about, but that's the one good thing about hockey. The players can kind of police themselves as long as the guy gets seriously injured. But he has <laughs> hurt people before. That's the thing. He's I'm, like, I'm with not his disagreeing. Antics. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm saying it in hockey, you know, Players at least can police themselves. It's not baseball where you're throwing a ball at somebody's head. And, yeah. You know, it's different. Basketball where you're, you know, in hockey you're hitting consistently. You know, so there's, there's chances and they have fights and everything. All right. I pulled up the video real quick. So I got to show to anybody that has no idea what we're talking about here because this was an atrocity. I mean. It, everything it he horrible. does is an atrocity. I know. I, I don't really like that, horrible. man. All right. I want to make sure. All right. We can see it on the screen. All right. This was the play. Tom Wilson is right here. 43. He's 43, 43. on the bottom. He's down yep. here. Just watch what he decides to do. There he is. Watch him. And he did that first. So he just – hold on. That was the first offense that we didn't even talk about. What did he do? Oh, he just took his – his uh, I believe his stick is in his hands. I can't see. But regardless, I know he takes his hands. He just took a cheap shot. Yeah. That's not a cheap shot. I wouldn't even call it that. He took a guy's head and slammed it on the ice, and that wasn't well, even enough. Well, Hold why on. wouldn't it? Gets, a, it's gonna get worse. It's why wouldn't? Air. Why wouldn't another player take him? There you go. That right there. Hold on. Let's watch that again, will we? I don't mean to cut you off, John. Let's just watch this. Body slams Artemi Panarin like this is WWE. Excuse me. We play hockey. I mean, what is the that? The guy should be kicked out of the league. We I mean, just, if Vontez Burfitt can't play in the NFL, one this more guy time. has no business playing I mean, how in is, hockey. And then, and then he continues to beat him up as if that's acceptable. This guy I mean, is, what, I, what I want to know is, if that's how is that a $5,000 fine? If that's the case, what's to stop him from doing it ever again? I know, I, that's what you, I mean. I mean, that's barbaric. That's not even I, like... I have to ask how... How did how did, has he not gotten a lengthy, lengthy, lengthy suspension? Basically out of the league, but Todd, Todd Bertuzzi basically got knocked out of the league for his dirty hit, checking I, from behind, and 
Yeah, if you remember the Todd Bertuzzi hit. If you remember that, I Jake. could not agree with this more. And yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, John. Yes. The Todd Bertuzzi hit was just atrocious. I, I don't get it. I don't know. And that's what Tom Wilson basically does all the time is those type of low, well, low, low, the, low, low hits. What's even worse about it, it was two offenses if you look at it. It's First, not even he a slam. Yeah. He slammed Pavel Buchnevich into the ice, and then he took Artemi Panarin, and he didn't just slam his head. He just body slammed him into the ice. But the where, thing is, where, where, where are the rest of the Rangers? Yeah. yeah, I mean, so Oh, there was a fight. Out. There was a fight after. Oh, a fight yeah, ensued. Fight. Trust me. No, I just no. I but just, you take two guys. You take two guys, and you go and beat. That's what you. That's what you do. You send a message that this guy's not going to do that again to your teammates. You take two you guys, go, and you go, go and beat him up. Star. In hockey, you go after that star. That's it. Yep. Bye. Well, Ovechkin was already that's out of the game, do, I believe, at that point. But, so nothing you, you can really you get, do. Yeah, that's, no. that's, that was send, a message. Go. send a message that and they won't do it again. Yeah, but maybe, well, I mean, I, I, while I agree with you, maybe they don't want to stoop to that level. I don't know. Well, I, if I, I don't agree if with you. If you just it. saw your teammate get body slammed without a helmet on, could have I mean, hit his head and cracked it open, I, you know, I, I mean, would. Uh, there was would a spear fight. Him. That's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I, mean, I would have done. I know, but then you stoop down to his level, which uh, doesn't, it doesn't any matter better. at that point. I mean, he just took two of your guys and beat the crap out of him for no reason. But no, a fight did ensue after that. I mean, there was a large fight going on. If, if, if I show you the video again, there was a fight with literally every player on the ice in front of the I net. I saw that, yeah. So, so it, yeah. It, it's, it's, the problem was those moves that Wilson made were in the midst of the fight. The Buchnevich thing, I think, is what caused the fight. And then what he decided to do to Panarin was during the fight itself. And so what are you going to do if you don't even see it? Like half the guys were in the corner – they didn't even see it, probably. So, I mean, you know what I mean? They can't do it in the moment, life. at least. He's just a low life. Oh, absolutely. That's the best I can say about him. No, I Anything don't disagree. Else? Anything else going on, guys? Hurricanes no. lead the NHL in points. Uh, like I said, anything else going on? Another win tonight, baby. Another win tonight. John, I'm just going to say this because I will preview this more when the playoffs are set, but that doesn't mean anything this season. And there's a simple reason. And I've said that for every team. Leading the league in points. Hold on. I've said that for oh, every team. The division in points because they haven't played league. outside the division. Exactly. League. No, they are leading the league technically. Yep. But what, but but what JB is no, but what JB is saying is they haven't played outside of their division. So we've it's never a had little a, bit. We've never had a Presidents Cup trophy, so I would like one. Well, we'll see what happens. Like it's one. not over. Season's yeah. not over. Oh, I know. I'm just over. saying. I would like a. I would like one. I would like to see I, one. Well, the point I is, hope, though, I hope you get it, but you're not yep. getting the Snelly Cup. The point, uh, well, the, the most important, good. the important thing to point out, though, at this point is this: they haven't played outside the division. As a test of how good they are, it's hard to judge. They play their division has a few good teams, but not a lot. When you look okay, at the well, division, the Panthers have the second most points in the league, and I, the Lightning have the fourth most points in the league. I, again, that's a few good teams. Predators, not that's very good. two of the top four. All right, but three also, of the top three of the John, top four teams in points right, so are John, in that what division. Does, what does that but, say about you? That says that your division is top heavy. You exactly. Teams like, beating I'm up just on saying. I would say the Rangers division, and I'm not trying to pick them because they're my team, but they're a good example of a non-top heavy but just hard division in general. Because if I give you 
what is normally the Metropolitan, but it's considered now the East. If I give you a rundown of the top four, they're all good. And I would argue that the top six are all solid teams. If you, The Penguins, Capitals, Bruins, Islanders are top four right now. And Flyers are number six. They aren't a terrible team. They haven't played well this season. But overall, they're a solid team. And Rangers happen to be five. They're not a great team, but they're not terrible. The two bad teams are the Devils and the Sabres. But they're not uh, top-heavy because it's, it's four straight teams that are great. I mean, you have – if you look at that, you have – Penguins, Capitals, Bruins, all three teams have won a Stanley Cup in the past 10 years. Most, uh, I, I would say, uh, two out of the three have won multiple. And it recently, very recently, Islanders are a great team, haven't won recently in the playoffs in terms of a cup, but they have been great as of recently. Yeah. Flyers just have won in this past 10 years or so. Again, it's I'm just – pointing out championships recently, right? And they were good last season. They struggled this season, but they're still not like a garbage hockey team like the Sabres. Still a solid team. So my, right. So my point is, though, it's a tough division. It's 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 a really hard division. The Central this year, it, it's not easy, but it's tough. Oh, no. The, I mean, the Lightning, the Panthers, and us are – Really good team. All three of them. Right. Really right. good teams. But if you exclude the Panthers and the Lightning, you know, and, and Stars we're, are a better we're, team than we're what, assuming, what their record shows. We're, we're assuming we're keeping the Hurricanes, right? You still have mm, of course. That you you faced five teams that sucked. Well, in I, I don't think that the I don't personally think that the Stars suck. I mean, remember the Stars what they made the Stanley Cup last year. I know, but they're right. But you they're, know, they're, it's just they're, they're in a division with that. with they're yeah they're in a division with three fantastic teams so that's really hard to you know overcome right and so that that goes to my point though so you don't have to worry about five out of the eight teams and you're one of the teams so it's really five out of seven teams that you have to face that's i i would love that from for you know other teams in my division you have to worry about i would say at least four out of six teams that you can play Arguably five out of six, because if you count the Flyers, and I'm just taking the Rangers as you know, because they're my team, so we're you know they are the the team that you're excluding in this case. Um, you know, if you include the Flyers, it's five out of six teams you have to play. You have to worry the about. The Flyers haven't been very good this year, right? So even if you do four, four yeah. out of six teams is, is is a lot scarier to uh, those are teams that to worry about. That's yeah. scary. I but mean, the Islanders I, I aren't. The Islanders aren't even close to the Panthers, Lightning, or Hurricanes. Right, but that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that's a division full of contenders and good teams as opposed to a division. The the way this works is the way this works is the top four teams in each division make the playoffs. Yep. Two and three play each other. So basically the Lightning and Panthers are gonna kill each other while the Hurricanes will play the Predators or Stars, one of those teams. Yeah. So I would That'd be interesting. It's interesting how the how they're doing these, you know, the playoffs where the second and um, third best team in the division kill each other while the best team kind of well, is a little bit easier. Usually how that's it goes. But I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes when they exit their divisions. Yep, when they finally that, play other teams they have not played all yep. season. That'd be Yeah, it's gonna change things up. Then we'll see how good the divisions really are. That's that's one of those things because in baseball, you play 162 like, games. Like You're gonna play hockey. You're going to play like somebody hockey, at least uh, once, probably, in baseball. I'll, Basketball, like you probably play somebody once. It's fun that hockey's experimenting like this. 
you know, it just kind of seeing what works. Yeah. Well, I mean, it made sense if there was ever a year to do it. But um, anything yeah. else going on in the NHL, Jake, before we wrap? No, that's it. I was going to say, we're, we're going a little long, which I don't <laughs> yeah. mind, but I don't want to yeah. go too long here. Yeah. yeah. Throwing a minor league baseball today as well. We, we didn't bring that up. But yeah, it's nice to see. Glad to have it back. I agree. So, all right. Uh, anything else? That's it. All right. So, we'll go around the horn as usual. JB, we'll start with you. Where can they find you? JB underscore the program on Twitter. Uh, the program will be back probably soon. And here, Sideline Sports, the NBA Carousel, which I produce on Monday night, and yep. the NFL Carousel covering the Chargers. John? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at BlueHawks13. Find me here, Sideline Sports Network, the best network there is. Uh, you can find me the NBA Carousel Monday nights covering the best team in the league, the Miami Heat. Cover and NFL Carousel covering the Baltimore Ravens in the fall with Alex and Eric and JB. And uh, soon you'll be able to follow me on ColorCast, uh, you know, com- doing some color commentary on there. Looking to do that maybe Friday night doing the O's Red Sox game. I'm hoping that that works out. So that'll be fun. I've never done that. So maybe uh, excited. I could join you for an O's Yankees game. That would be cool. That would be, be really cool. Uh, yeah. If you can yeah, do that, I don't, let me know. I don't know if you can. See. We're going to find a way if we can do that. Can you do That's that? A... You'll find out for us. You're the new guy. You, you find I, out. I got to get my, you got to have an Apple device, like an iPad or a iPhone. So I got to get one and then go on the app and because I can't download the app now, right we'll now. We'll talk about that off the air. But yeah. But, it's, like it, but we'll I'm excited because I want to do like, you know, I want to do some commentate, you know, color commentary for. Now, instead of listening to the radio, you can listen to me on that on that app. Yeah, so that'd be you want to listen to John. Uh-huh. Hey, anyway. I, I know my sports. So. I'm just messing with you. Anyway, and uh, for me, you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Malik. Uh, more importantly, though, you can find me here on Sideline Sports as always, and you can find Sideline Sports wherever you have social media, Instagram and Twitter. On the bottom, as you can see, is Sideline Sport 1. YouTube and Facebook on, is just Sideline Sports. We have a group on Facebook, a channel on YouTube, obviously. Live streaming every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And recently, podcast has been added to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically wherever you find your podcast. Just look up Sideline Sports. We are now there. If you want just the audio-only version, I admit, I think the video is better because it's more fun to watch the Three of us and you all the video stuff will bring up. reactions. Exactly. But if facial you, reactions are priceless. If Especially you, you guys. If you do want to just listen wherever you find your podcast, look up Sideline Sports. That's where we are. Um, I think that's it. Anything else, guys? That's it. All right. Then that's it for our show, and we'll see you guys next week. You. May the force be with you. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. 
We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast.